I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No, I'm late. It's the late show. Sorry, I'm late. You're too late. <laughs> the wizard is never late. Can I help you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna see the show. But not to come late. You are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The hour goes late. You're late. I'm not paying for those. But is he already too late to save his friends? You're too late! And I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're not going from Mary Poppins to a savage killer. <laughs> I would say yes, it lives up to the hype. <laughs> what little hype I had for it, it was pretty damn good. Yeah, we've got to find somebody to play Viv. Yeah, that, that made it to the Sean podcast, and, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, uh, and Larry. Uh, Yeah. Sean, we need Viv. We need Larry. Hopefully, we got in the we bag. We hopefully have Larry in the bag. But also, we should check out. Uh, I looked at uh, Oasis on uh, Facebook. Oh, so okay, that was really confusing. Oasis was the learning management system that Columbia uses. So I was mm. like, "How'd you look at Oasis?" Gotcha. No, the, uh, the <laughs> I also haven't looked at in two years, but that really wigged me out for some reason. Oh, yeah. I thought it looked dope, too. Yeah. And it'd be nice because it's a smaller setting. I was going to say, though, it does seem a little small, but we can make it work. Right. So. And there's plenty of bar to use also. So if we wanted to still shoot at the bar. And actually, the fireplace is right across from the bar. So it actually, the fireplace would still be in the background. Yeah. Still make it work. Right. Anyways. For all those who are out of context, welcome to Late to the Show podcast starring John and Jake. Starring? With John and Jake. Hosted by John star. and Jake. We don't we star in it. It's not a... We're not doing a video cast. Well, that's true. But you could star, I mean, you could star in a radio play, so you could star in a podcast. Is it still starring? Yeah. We're not stars, though. I mean, starring just, you know, doesn't necessarily mean they're stars. A couple of dim specks in the universe hosting a podcast. Uh, this is late There's to the show. There's another shirt idea. <laughs> a couple of dim specks in the universe. Hosting Just two white dots on a fully black t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. That'd be... Actually, that's cool. Um, Trademarked, copyrighted. We've already got that. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. Uh, this week we're doing Free Fire. Yeah, I know. It, I, I keep calling... I keep trying to call it Firefight or anything else. I'll be honest. Any title would have been more interesting than the entire movie, so... Yeah... Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. So we're doing Free Fire this week, uh, starring Army Hammer, Brie Larson, um, Charlotte Copley. Yeah, him too. Uh, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. I always call him Cillian Murphy. I think it's Killian. It's spelled with a C, though, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Michael Smiley. Who? Michael Smiley. Yeah, but who is he? He was uh, Frank. I'm amazed I remember the character oh, okay. name. Uh, the other, like Irish port- guy. Yeah, the other Irish guy. So were they part of the IRA? Yes, they okay. were supposed to be part of the IRA because it was took place. It was supposed to take place in like the sixties or seventies or some shit. Right. Um, but no. Uh, oh shit! You never watched fucking uh, Spaced. Nope. Did you watch uh, World's End? Yes. The one, the last of the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the the Reverend Green, the guy who like sold them weed when they were younger, and now he's like a straight laced guy. When they come back to town. Vaguely. I recognize that actor, That's, but I didn't he know in what that. he's from. Yeah. Okay. That's what I know him from. I know him from that and Spaced. Um, Just so. had to make sure we were recording. Yeah. Remember <laughs> didn't we want to waste those first three minutes. I was going to say we were, and then I said stuff about role playing. You're like, oh, that's in the podcast now. Yeah, but I still want to make sure I actually, we were actually were recording. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So, stars those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is about 
Um, a a arms trade gone wrong. Yes, because two guys were assholes. And then there were a few guys who were assholes. There were a few. I'd guys say who three. Were the two who got in a fight and is it Shelto or Char- Charlto? Charlto. Yes, Charlto Copeland. And him, he's an asshole. He's an asshole for like a different reason. No, yeah. he's just a real <laughs> pompous dumbass. Vernon is his name Vernon or Vern? I think it's. It, I think his full name is Vernon, but they called him Vern because it's short. There's like another guy named. There's another. Uh, who was the guy who died? Was that Benny? I think so. The black the guy. Fir- no, 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 that was Martin. Who's the first guy who died? The fucking uh, oh. junkie's friend with the hat. Yeah, it was like Benny or some shit like that. You know, he I, looked I, just I, like the guy from the other team. Who had the mustache who was chasing after Brie Larson for no particular reason. Just because he knew he had to. To stop her from getting to the phone because they believed she was working with the Irish. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I just was like, I literally, I don't know, I must have zoned out somewhere along the way. Easy to do, and I could pick the movie right back up. Because nothing fucking happened. Yeah. Uh, it, like, it didn't live up to the trailer, I don't feel like. Indiegogo. What? What, what are you doing? What, oh my god, I'm... Yeah, I, why are you looking up Indiegogo? Man? I was trying to go to IMDb. <laughs> Sorry. You typed I, it pulled up Indiegogo, and you're like, yep, that's where I need to go. <laughs> I am a little buzzed. Oh. But I'll be okay. You pre-game in the podcast? I did. I have another thing I might drink during the podcast. I might get up at some point. Oh, well, and you're not going to offer me alcohol. It's just a four loco. I don't have anything oh, to offer no. you. That's okay. That's a hard <laughs> pass, anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So why did I pull this up? What were you looking up? Oh, Ben. Uh, what's that guy's fucking name? Harry. Uh, Wasn't Jimmy, Harry. Howie. Leary. Jesus Christ. There's actually more people in this movie than what you might think. Oh, Bernie. Oh. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Right? That, that's him, right? Yeah. Enzo Salenti? Calenti? Something. Okay. Uh, Sam Riley, Steve-O, Michael Smiley, Frank, yeah, yeah, yeah. Army Hammer, Ord. Charlto Copley. South African. Yes, he is. You know what? Uh, he was in I, District 9. Yeah, I know. And he was in... Uh, actually, he's been in every single... Uh, What's that guy's name? I don't know, but he was in Hardcore Henry. Yeah, that one too. Um, guy who directed District 9. I don't know. I haven't seen District 9. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he was also an Elysium and Chappie. I haven't seen those. Well, I saw Chappie. He Chappie was Chappie. Was the... I liked Chappie. It's fine. I liked it. I don't fucking like Diane Ward, so. Well. <laughs> and they were such a big part of the movie. They were a huge part of They weren't a draw movie. to me at all. All right, well, that's I was fair. like, I get it. South Africa. Whatever. I mean, that's all of... Uh... Damn it, I thought to, like, continue in a sentence would, like, get me the name, and I can't think of what his fucking name is. <laughs> you thought it would just pop up? Yeah, because it right. does sometimes. Let's just look it up. Thank you. District 9, just click on District 9. Neil Blomkamp, there we go. I didn't figure that out myself, I had to see it on the page, but... <laughs> <clears throat> so anyways, Free Fire... Yeah. Um, and then, apparently, longest gunfight in movie history because there's 55 minutes between the first and last bullets fired with deadly intent, according to the IMDb trivia. So this is the longest, because it's a 55-minute gunfight. Yeah. 
I guess that would count. There's a lot of breaks in it, though. There is, but they're all. I guess it's because it they're all, because hiding. It's all technically in the same spot. Well, and they're all still like they're not moving because they know if they get out of cover, they'll get shot at. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was expecting like, I don't know, way more action. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't really interested in watching a bunch of people crawl around on the ground slowly and then occasionally take shots at each other. You know what? I thought that. Honestly, I thought it would have been fine, but what this movie was really missing was a fucking soundtrack. That too. There was nothing. There's no audio in the background. There's no supporting music at all. Yeah. Like even, except a couple times John Denver's fucking playing. Right, which is diegetic music anyway. It's yes. playing because there's a the fucking um, uh, cassette. Uh, eight track. Yeah, that's what it is. They got a fucking eight track playing in the fucking arms van that they're driving around. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if you noticed it, but this movie occasionally tried to be like really artsy with some of its shots. Like when uh, Steve O got shot for the first time, and we're supposed to care. It's all slow mo as his guys are like coming to him. And yeah, and this like... was like that was when I thought like some music was gonna kick in too. Like it was gonna come from like that like typical like sound goes out but like there's like a tinnitus ringing in the ear for some yeah. fucking reason and maybe it's because we just watched baby driver for last week <laughs> <laughs> maybe um but then like this movie just felt like a huge missed opportunity yeah absolutely as like, douchey as that sounds there's it did. <laughs> there's potential there but i think part of the problem is they told it in fucking real time it was an hour and a half movie told in fucking real time that i like i said that wouldn't have bothered me i just I needed something to like keep me Wake in the movie. Up. Yeah. See, and then, and well, and then that's an artsy move. The slow mo when Stevo gets shots, an artsy move. The fucking part where the guy who's been chasing Brie Larson again, I couldn't really tell you why. What you said earlier is probably correct, but I, if you put a gun to my head, I wouldn't be able to really tell you the motivations for just about anybody except to not get shot. Um, well, I mean, I get everyone's motivations, but. Uh, and, like, he's, like, telling her, I don't even know what the fuck he was talking about, but, like, then it was, like, playing over, like, Frank trying to get to the phone and lighting Vern on fire, and, <laughs> and just, like, it's, like, why is his, aud- like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, he's a nobody, like, to me. He's been, like, a non-entity the entire movie. I didn't care about that guy. I didn't care about, like, I cared about uh, Steve, Frankie. I'm surprised you cared about Steve. I fucking hated Steve. Not, not Steve. Not Steve. Sorry. Chris? Uh, Killian Murphy. Chris. Chris. Sorry. Chris, Frankie, Vern, and Ord, and Justine. Those are the only people I cared about. The four, like, muscle guys who came with them, couldn't care less. Steve, like, I was Bernie, a... Harry, and what was that other guy's name? The guy that you didn't... Was chasing after yeah, Gordon, probably? Gordon, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I was amazed that fucking uh, Steve, or Harry, Harry, fucking made it to the end of the fucking movie. I really figured somebody on his own side was going to shoot him because he was being a dick constantly. Right. Yeah. Like, they kind of had, like, uh, him and uh, Steve had their, like, face-off for the moment. But it was like... Like, in any other movie, those two would have been the first two dead. Like, that's... Right. that's That would have just been boom, boom, done, and then the gunfight ensues from there. And I get... I guess I get keeping them around because it's like, oh, I fucking hate those guys. So it, like, makes you want them to die. So you're like... In suspense for their death. But see, but it, it didn't pay off for me. When they both finally yeah. died, I'm just like, okay, finally, cool. Yeah, me neither. Whatever. I wasn't like, woo, they're dead. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> they killed each other. Right. Anyways. I felt like, 
the scene where she was a gun, where Justine was gonna shoot uh, somebody, Gordon. and then probably, um, and the gun clicked. No, 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 no. When she's got the rifle, oh. and like she's just like she's like, and she's less like tired and like passes out. I'm like, that's how I feel, movie. And there's still half an hour to go. <laughs> this is an hour and a half movie, and it felt like at least two hours. Mm. I, I mean, I. I didn't think it felt like super long, and for the most part, I actually enjoyed the movie. I was just really disappointed that there was no fucking music to go along with it. And you know what? The people who wrote and who wrote it both edited the movie, mm-hmm. and I think that may have been where it kind of failed because I don't feel like they knew how to like cut it together well. Yeah. Because it would cut in weird places, and like, it didn't necessarily add to the story. Like, a movie like this could have been done very cool in post-production, yes. similar to the way Baby Driver was done, yeah. where it could have been cut on gunshots and stuff like that, when the whole fucking movie is about fucking gunfire. Yeah. I just think, I think the issue was, is it just wasn't engaging. Like, I agree. I think there's something that could have been interestingly done here. You know? I like the dialogue. I thought the dialogue was engaging. Like, the way they kind of shit on each other and the way that they're all sort of in it for themselves, but are, like, still kind of trying to play to a team because they're not sure if the people on the other side are going to, like, let them walk out of it. Yeah. So, like, uh, fucking Ord and Harry, they're, like, going back and forth, like, how much to fucking go, for me to go do this part? 10,000. Yeah. And then they flips, like, how much for me to jump into this? He's like, fine, you have the money back. Yeah. So like I stuff just, like that I liked and I thought it was entertaining, but it had nothing backing it up. It was just dialogue. Yeah, and even then, like I don't even I didn't find most of the dialogue engaging. I think the most to me, and I know this is weird, probably the most interesting part was when Ord did the roll call to see who was still alive. Mm-hmm. And I think that was about the most interesting. I thought Army Hammer's character was the best character in the movie. I liked Killian Murphy's also. Yeah, I liked him too, but I just, I don't think they did enough with, like, like, I just don't feel like he had enough dialogue to back a character up, whereas Ord, I mean, he probably had more lines than just about anybody other than maybe Vern. So I feel like, I just feel like Army Hammer's character, to me again, was like the best character in the movie. He also felt the most centered because he didn't really feel like he was on a particular side. Yeah. He just happened to be under contract with Vern when it happened to go down. And for the most part, I mean, like, he was, like, kind of shooting to defend himself, I feel, more so than to actually, like, you know, get an edge up because he was also trying to get the fucking... um, The snipers. Yeah, the snipers, thank you. Who showed up. The tertiary group who come into the Like, I think that might have made it more interesting. Is, like, somehow just, like... Like this could have been like a like a comedy of errors almost, where it's just like, and another group somehow found out about it because this person talked, and another group came to try and steal it because this person talked about the deal going on, mm. and they could have just like kept like, but they didn't add. Like I felt like they didn't the take group, that far enough. Yeah, the group dwindled, and, but nobody was achieving anything because they were all laying basic. Frank, I don't think fucking moved. I think he I think he moved twice. He went to where he laid down and then he went behind the pillar and that's where he stayed the rest of the movie. You mean until he chased after or he was going Oh shit, he went for the, the fucking phone. phone. Yeah, cuz he killed Vern. That's I, no, he didn't kill Vern. Vern killed him. 
and then oh, that's Chris right. killed. But Vern. he lit Vern on fire. <laughs> yeah, he did. Which, you know, like, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, what did you think of the other Irish guy who fucking came into the fold? And then got killed oh that by guy Harry. I was really hoping he would kill Harry, but then uh, <laughs> Harry hooked him in the mouth with a crowbar, and I'm like, ooh, Jesus, that's like I'm like, I don't know. I'm not necessarily somebody who in an R-rated movie like this, where gunfights are like the the thing, mm-hmm. like they I think they could have gone a little crazier. Yeah, like or at least even if they're not hitting each other, I think they could have been firing more frequently. Yeah, it felt more like weirdly based like, in reality. Yeah. Like. And it was, I mean, it was a pretty, like, realistic, like, as far as you, I assume a gunfight could yeah, be like Yeah, but when this. it's also, like, leaning to comedy, I feel like you should, like, kick it up a notch a little bit. See, and I didn't find any lines in this funny. Like, I didn't find, like, I know it's supposed to be billed as a comedy. I didn't think it was billed as a comedy. No, but it, it, it's billed as an action comedy. Is it really? Yes. Action comedy crime. Oh shit! Okay. It's it's billed as like it's supposed to be like a dark comedy, which fine people are dying. That's you know that's where you get your dark Hilarious. comedy part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Go see just, Joker in theaters now. <laughs> um, laugh riot, from what I understand. <laughs> um, so I just I didn't find anything in this funny. I didn't find so the comedy didn't work for me. Mm. The action didn't work for me. The characters. For the most part, couldn't give two shits about. Like I even think, like right here, I think on the. Uh, uh, oh, not here. Somewhere, maybe it was the Amazon one, but basically made it out like Justine was the main character. Hmm. And I felt I I will give this movie credit. I think it pretty evenly spread attention amongst all the characters. You think that's where it failed, though? <laughs> Might have been. Like I think. So you weren't particularly focus. interested in any of the characters except for the one who's the funniest, which is Ord. Yeah, and I felt, I think part of it is, I think part of it's because he seemed to just be over this shit. He's just like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in the middle of this firefight. Right. You know, I just wanted to get my money and fucking leave. And I felt the same. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't really give a shit about what's going on. But luckily, this movie was free on Amazon Prime. Yes, it was. Thank <laughs> God for that. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, that was... Uh, Again, I just feel like there was so much potential for this movie. And again, maybe it's because we just came off of Baby Driver. Yeah, I feel like this movie is like what Baby Driver would have been if it was handled by people who didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, This feels okay. like a shitty version of what Baby Driver could have been. Okay, so Ben Wheatley, the director, it looks like, and Amy Jump wrote it. Yeah. They also edited it. And they it. edited it. Okay. See now, I, think if, that's I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say, I didn't realize Ben Wheatley also wrote, but I was going to say, if it was done by two writers, I could almost forgive the editing, and the pacing problems, because as a writer, especially for screenplays, you want to put as much detail into the screenplay mm-hmm. so that the world comes alive. But the reason you're writing so much is because then in one scene, like all that writing's alive. Like, you don't have, like, characters not describing all the shit in the scene for you. Yeah. It's just all that description's there, so everybody knows what the action is. So then, if you take somebody who doesn't have that experience of, like, necessarily with editing and pacing like that for film, 
I can understand where they'd be like, well, you need all of this information. Right. Like, we can't cut any of this. But the fucking director wrote it, too. <laughs> and out of anybody, I feel like a director should have some idea for a decent pacing. Well, I mean, the problem is he had no outside opinion. I mean, not to say he had no outside opinion. It's a but, fucking big movie. But, like, when you're director, writer, and editor... You've got your hand in too many of the dishes. Like you there's need other people who've pulled it off though. Like I'm sure I could. I I, I, I want to say James Gunn, but I might be wrong. Director, writer, and editor. Or yes. like okay, I mean the director's always in the editing room, but usually they have an outside person doing editing. the editing All to right. advise against certain decisions and to say like, look, I mean, timing wise, this would be better this way because the director knows how he wants the movie to feel and. For the most part, knows how he wants it to look, but the editor is who pulls it together and makes it sync up correctly with that feel, you know? True. Okay. And since the only other editor was also a writer, I think what you're saying, what you said the first time is true. It's like, it's just like... You gotta hold on to it. You can't throw this away. This is important information. It felt like a movie with no style and no substance. Yes. There's like an this movie could style have been and substance, and it fell it fell flat on both because they didn't put more into one. I feel like I yeah. feel like this movie should have been style over substance. Yes, this movie one hundred percent because like especially with the comedy feel, I feel like comedies tend to lean more style. Yes, typically, like they'll have a message, but it's not usually too too deep. Right. And that's not again not a not. That's a why jab. I think the Man from Uncle was good and Baby Driver's good. Yeah, it's like they're fun. You know, and and it being so fun and lighthearted, you can like kind of skip over like the deep moral meanings. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, we're jumping around, we're having a good time, exactly. I'm going along with whatever what? this director is doing to make it feel this way. Exactly. Whereas like this should have either had substance <laughs> or style, and I would have been one hundred percent fine with an hour and a half gunfight. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Shoot 'em up is a great fucking movie. Shoot 'em up's a good movie. <laughs> Shoot 'em up's a great movie, actually. I'll, I, yeah. Fucking, there's a gunfight during the sex scene. So, like, come on. I mean, yep. you want to talk about style over substance. There's every kind of gunfight you could conceive of happens in that movie. And a newborn is involved in a lot. 80% of, of the gunfights. Yeah. I think there's only two that he's not. I think the, the sex one in the scene warehouse one and the one in the falling, uh, or when they jump out of the airplane. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the very last one. Yeah. All right, 75% of the fights an infant is involved in. Yeah. And, like, that movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> and it has a gun control message in it. Who are the bad guys? The gun manufacturers. And the politicians. And the politicians. Who, who are, are eliminating guns. Who are not eliminating guns. Or were supposed to, but then were threatened by the gun industry. So he's like, hey, you know, what's, what's so bad about guns, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So there's, like, a gun control message in there, too. Yeah, guns don't kill people, but they sure, sure help. <laughs> That's a good movie. It is a good movie. You know what, guys? I'm if not you, a pussy you with really... a gun in my head. I'm a tough guy with a pussy in my head. Uh, if you guys want to watch a really good gunfight movie, just go watch Shoot 'em Up. Yeah. 2007? 2009? That's an older one. It's point. not 2006. Hold on real quick. What was that? That was my stomach. <laughs> Boy, I hope that doesn't... Uh... Get picked up. Oh my god, dude! When uh, okay, when I was at school at Columbia, we were doing a Foley class. Oh seven. Oh seven. I mean, oh six was close. Don't (laughs) give me that. It wasn't oh six. Well, I just knew it wasn't that because I moved out here in oh six. Okay. 
So, but when I was at Columbia College of Chicago, shout out, um, <laughs> we were in a Foley class and uh, I was manipulating something for some scene in an animated thing we were practicing on. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I really can't remember what it was, but I had the mic aimed down at my stomach because that's where I was holding this object to do to make some sound effect for something. All right. And it was like 11 in the morning and I hadn't eaten breakfast and my stomach just goes... And in the control room are three people with headphones on, and they start fucking laughing. They record it and then send it to the classroom of all my other classmates, and they're just like looking through the sound effects to put it in the edit sequence. And they're just like, What the fuck is this one? They come all back into the control room, and they're like, What was that? And like, it's his stomach growl. So now I'm laughed at by everyone. And I'm just the fat guy whose stomach is growling in the control room or in the audio booth felt great <laughs> oh but I, I do not doubt that <laughs> it was also a very expensive microphone that picked up all the intricate details of a stomach going <laughs> uh yeah awesome um okay what? but yeah so shoot them up free fire oh that's what we're talking about damn it <laughs> and shoot them up's only like an hour and a half long it's a fucking short movie yeah how long is this one an hour and a half okay well, take, take it easy now I know because I paused it twice and both times just happened to be 30 minutes apart. And I'm like, fuck, we're not done yet. <laughs> I hit the, I paused at the th- like the 37 minute mark and I'm like, fuck, we're only 37 minutes in. And that was like right when Steve-O got shot. And I'm like, mm. God fucking damn it. <laughs> yeah, it did feel a little long getting into the movie too. And it felt a little kind of long getting out of the movie too. Well, I'm just saying though, like, it was a little slow getting into the movie. And I feel like they were doing that to introduce us to all the characters. But I feel like for characters like um, like Steve-O, actually, and Harry, mm-hmm. we didn't have to get introduced to them as long. No. They can get, like, intro- like I would have gotten Steve's story just as much if he had just, like, been yelling all the crazy stupid shit he was yelling during the fight. And yeah. fucking smoking. What, what, what the fuck was he smoking? I thought it was, wasn't it crack? No. I'm not sure. I, I w- maybe because he heated up in tinfoil and had a tinfoil pipe also, and there were separate elements. Yeah. So I guess. I think it was crack. Okay. So, well, he was doing that, and uh, like I could have gotten the full scope of his character without like, getting his look, intro scene in the truck with Bernie. We could have. Here's what we could have gotten we could have done the intro scene in the truck. I was okay with that. Then uh, when the guy shows up, here's what they needed to do. Him go like, oh shit, that's the guy from the other night. He tries to step away or like kind of keeps his back kind of like he did. And then just like immediately like the guy like spots him, swings, they pull apart. The guy goes to shoot him. Done. Like all of that bit where he's like, where they're beating up Steve. Yeah, it's like where they're beating up Steve or whatever. They could have pulled him apart. Mm. Harry pulls, just pulls a gun there and shoots Steve. Like cut out all this bullshit. Like... Of him trying to apologize, faking apologizing, and then beating the shit out of Steve-O. And twice. All that, twice. And all of that stuff. They could have cut all of that. Yeah, that almost felt like it was begging, buying for time almost. Yeah. It's like, God, I just, I don't care. This could have been a really good 45 minute movie. Yeah. Like, if this had been a short, it probably would not have been. As this could have been a great pilot or something, you know? Like, I don't know how to turn it into a series, but it would be a great small segment of Everybody would have had video. to not die in the first episode, though. If you were if you were, uh, doing this as, like, a pilot for a yeah, series. 
unless just one person lived. That'd be kind of I a mean, cool way to in, that'd yeah. be a cool way to intro a series where in the first episode everyone dies except for one person and then it turns out he's the main character for the rest of the series. Or she. Yeah. Because Justine survives. Yeah, I know, but I was thinking of Killian Murphy because I don't know. Killian Murphy out or or Ord. Yeah, I guess. Or both of them. I would have been okay with honestly I would have I was fine with all three of them surviving. I would have been cool if everybody died. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, I guess I felt like Killian Murphy was more of like the main character that I gravitated to just because he felt a little more righteous in a way. I guess. I don't know. See, and like I also don't know a whole lot about the IRA, but I mean, they're a terrorist organization. They, you know, they blew up a lot of people. Yeah. So not great. Well, because they were fighting for what they believed in. So does every terrorist organization, <laughs> crazy enough. Um, go. go see Joker in theaters this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Fucking Watchmen starts in two weeks. I don't have HBO. Oh, that sucks. And I just lost my Showtime subscription on it. Uh, fucking Amazon. Thank you. Because yeah. I was going to watch I'm Dying Up Here. I forgot to. <laughs> I only had it for a week. Well... <laughs> what happens fucking showtime why don't you get some quality content to make everyone actually want to buy your subscription i mean they had they had dexter that's like the only thing i could think of that they had yeah but everyone fucking complains that two out of like the six seasons were shit uh most people say stop at season four and there's eight seasons oh there's eight seasons yeah oh okay season four was probably the best season of that show yeah but i i thought i heard like people enjoyed like the last one or two of the seasons no, they, people fucking hated the end of the shows. They hated the last season. Mm. I See, I watch seasons one through six. I guess the only people I've heard this from is you and Nick. Yes. And I guess Laud. See, I didn't, I, mind, Nick. I didn't mind five and six, but it definitely was not. Nothing, to me, the best seasons were one and four. One and four. Mm. Yep. And at the end of the first episode of season one, I guessed the twist correctly. So. At the very end of the series? No, at the end of the episode of season one. Mm-hmm. I guessed the twist of the of the first season. Oh, of the first season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guessed it correctly. What's the twist? Uh so the first season, uh, they're dealing with the uh, the ice truck killer. I think is what he's called. Okay. Uh because like he kills prostitutes and then like leaves them leaves like cut up body parts in in ice trucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so at the end of the first episode, or in the first episode, they find uh, a hand with five different colors of nail polish on. Different fingers? On e- uh, yeah, on each finger. No, but are they different fingers? No, no, they're all the same finger. <laughs> Good, I gotcha. No, it's all the same hand. Okay. Actually, I don't even think the hands are. I think it's just the fingertips. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then and they've got different uh, nail polish on each of the fingers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then uh, at the end of the episode, Dexter goes home and on his fridge is uh, is like a Barbie hand and it's got different colored uh, nail polish, the same colors mm-hmm. on it. And I'm like, serial killer's his brother. They don't remember it for whatever reason. For whatever, because Dexter talks about how, like, you know, he doesn't, there's some of his past he doesn't remember. I'm like, whatever, the only thing I got wrong is I'm like, whatever cult or thing that they had been a part of, they were brothers in there at the same time, and that's why they're both serial killers. Oh, so brother, it's not his biological brother. No, it's his bro- biological brother. I guess that it was his biological brother. Okay. From wherever they grew up, from whatever happened when they were kids that turned them into serial killers, that's his brother. Hmm. And I was fucking correct. Well, so Turns Dexter's... out their mom both got killed with a chainsaw in front of them. Oh, okay. It had nothing to do with a cult. 
So Dexter's a serial killer for good and his brother's a serial killer for bad. Yes, because... Mama got chopped up with a chainsaw. Not because of that. Mama that, that's got wh- chopped up by a chainsaw. That's why they're both serial killers. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh... So, Dexter's mom had been having an affair with Dexter's adopted father, Harry Morgan. Okay. Oh, Dexter uh, Morgan. Yep. Uh, so Is then, he played by John... Lithgow? No, John Lithgow is the serial killer in season four. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'll stop interrupting. It's uh, James Ramar. Is, uh, Don't know that guy. I think we watched a movie with him in it. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, I really don't remember. We've watched a lot for this. Um, 32. Yeah. And one of them was a stinker. <laughs> there was one I didn't like. I don't remember what it was now, though. Anyways, uh, so Dexter's mom and Harry Morgan are having an affair. Uh, and Dexter's mom is like a drug addict, mm-hmm. and that's why she gets murdered by a cha- with a chainsaw. It's like fucking doesn't have the money for whatever, something Some like that. I, I don't, I don't exactly. It was, it was drugs related. She got murdered by a chainsaw in a shipping container. By a chainsaw? The chainsaw did it? Yep. The chainsaw walked right up to her and killed her. Jesus Christ! Um, and uh, so uh, Dexter, uh, Dexter, and his older brother. Uh, Harry decides not to adopt the older brother because he's like, he could tell like he was too far gone at this point. So he only adopts Dexter. Cool guy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then he starts, and then Dexter starts to play, display like serial killer tendencies. Like he kills uh, like the neighbor's pet because it was like annoying their mom. So he like kills their pet and shows no remorse for it or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Harry starts to realize like, hey, he's got, you know, serial killer tendencies. So he's got that glassy look in his eye. Basically. Uh, so he trains him, basically. It's like, okay, so you're going to kill people when you're an adult. It's just going to end up happening. Um, so I'm going to teach you how not to get caught by the police <laughs> and how to determine who actually deserves. deserves to die. So he only kills other people who kill people. Right. Yeah, I, I knew the premise of the show is it's a serial killer who kills serial killers. Yeah, and then basically uh, his brother, whose name I can't remember what it ends up being. John. Uh, no. It uh, he actually dates Dexter's adopted sister for a while to get to Dexter, and basically like he's like, hey, like you don't have to just follow what Harry told you. You can kill anybody you want. I'm doing it. It's fucking great. We should go kill people together. Is basically what he wants. Okay. And Dexter wants to do it, but he's too uh, like he cares about his adopted sister Deb too much, so he ends up killing his brother. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'll watch Dexter. You should. I mean, the first again, the first four seasons are really good, especially season four, because hmm. then it's like all about Dexter trying to like be a normal person, or at least have enough of a front as a normal person. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously, psychopaths like they don't feel emotion the way everybody else does. Right. But he's able to fake it really well. But then the whole thing is like his internal monologue too. Yeah. And it's 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 really interesting. I think it's, I'd rather just watch Barry. I need to watch Barry, too. So. <laughs> I've seen, like, two episodes of it. I'm like, yeah, I'd like the show. Well, I'm wrapping up uh, Righteous Gemstones this upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. And then probably going to start watching Vice Principals. Yes. I'm so yep. excited for you to watch Vice Principals. Uh, my friend Anthony at work is excited for me to watch that, too. That's so good. Did he watch He's Bound and Down? Uh, he didn't get into it as much as he did Vice Principals. Like he, I think he liked it, but not as much as he'd hoped he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, he really, really liked Vice Principals. That's pretty much how I am. I mean, I did watch all of He's Bound and Down first, so I mm-hmm. was excited for Vice Principals, but then Vice Principals was better. 
Yeah. So I was like, yes. And I told him about how uh, this our script ends with, and everyone goes fucking apeshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to end the movie. So. it's <laughs> how I will end every movie I write, and every letter I write. <laughs> <laughs> and from now on, I'm putting that as the fucking signature on my emails. Everyone goes fucking apeshit. Uh... Uh... What is it? Fade to black, roll credits, everyone goes fucking apeshit. Yes, thank you. I couldn't remember the second part. I just like fade to black. And yeah. So Free Fire. Yeah, well, I'm I'm more interested in talking about anything else because I've I've expended basically all of my thoughts on this movie. Yeah, after I watched it I was kinda like, shit, am I gonna remember enough of this movie for the conversation tomorrow? Yeah, I was I almost texted you last night, I'm like, is this really the movie we're gonna watch? <laughs> But, I mean, not every movie can be enjoyable. They should be. They should at least strive to be. Well, I mean, not every movie that we do for this podcast can be enjoyable. They should be. They should at least strive <laughs> to be. Of course, interestingly enough on that point, um, I actually had an idea. Uh, Nick is complaining that we're not doing enough horror movies for Halloween. Oh, that's true. That we didn't do horror movies for I mean, the entire month of Halloween. We are now in the first week of Halloween. <laughs> for recording us. Well, yeah, but we record as we release. Oh, yeah. So, but <laughs> we're, uh, we're not exactly proactive at this, John. That's true. Um, but I was thinking we could we could do a really throwback horror movie and watch the original Dracula movie with Bella Lugosi as Dracula, and then also watch Evan Costello meet Eat Frankenstein, Frank. who also has Bella Lugosi's Dracula, yes. and it has um, Bram Stoker or no, uh, no um, Bar- Boris Karloff. No, Boris Karloff's not in it. Oh, he's not. Nope. I uh, he. Didn't want to do it, if I'm not mistaken. What a fucking asshole. Well, apparently and apparently, movies that him and uh, Bela Lugosi would star in together, he always, Boris Karloff always demanded top billing. And uh, even if, like, Boris Karloff was a smaller role than Bela Lugosi. Did he, they star in a lot of movies together? They must have, enough. I was reading about I was reading about Bela Lugosi on Wikipedia the other day. Sounds like Boris Karloff's a real a-hole. Um, no, who plays the fucking Wolfman? I don't know. Well, let's use the Google machine. Or use IMDb. Nah, Google machine. IMDb. Who plays the Wolverine? Um, not Benicio Del Toro. Oh, not him, really? Uh, that's 2010. 1941. Jesus Christ. Uh, Lon, Lon Chaney, Chaney Jr. Jr. There we go. Oh, shit. Bela Lugosi was apparently in The Wolfman. Oh. He was from Hungary. You mean Hungary? No. Hungaria? It was Hungarian. Yeah, yeah no, Hungary. From Hungary. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> no, you're supposed to let me have the blind confidence and they can bitch about it later. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I wanted to call you out for myself. Um. Jeez. This guy was married five fucking times. Yep. One chick, or two of the girls that he married had the same fucking name. Like exactly. This same. chick he divorced in the same year. Nice. He's married to uh, Lillian Lugosi for 20 years. That's a pretty good run. <laughs> what did he die? 56. He divorced his wife. Or maybe she died. When, when did she die? Nope. Okay, so he divorced his wife three years before he died. Nice. <laughs> That's a cool dude. 
He was in Plan 9 from Outer Space as well. Oh, yeah. You said you wanted to watch that, right? I mean... Or your mom wants us to watch that? Which one is that? No, the one mom wants us to watch is From the Hip. But she doesn't listen to the podcast anymore, so... Yeah. Yeah. I can. <laughs> mom, if you decided to listen to this one, hello. And I'm sorry for swearing at the top. <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm not creative, so I say swear words to get me through some <laughs> my down moments. Anywho. Um... Yeah. So, uh, I mean... Yona? We Lana, don't... Lana? We don't have to do uh, OG Dracula. We could do fucking... I mean, there, we could also do Christopher Lee Dracula. We could do fucking Gary Oldman. Lee Dracula. Yeah, for Hammer Horror. Yeah, I just I don't know, know what that is. It's So, Hammer Horror did, like, basically... Essentially, if I'm not mistaken, like, remakes of... Hammer Jor? Sorry, Hammer Films production. But yeah, they did like... They had a, a Dracula where fucking Christopher Lee plays Dracula. Um, oh my god, I feel so so fucking stupid. I it I literally just remembered who Christopher, who Christopher Lee was. I was like, who's Chris Lee? I'm just, <laughs> yeah, okay. Sir Christopher Lee, sorry. Oh, there, there he is. Um, that looks like Mark Hamill in that picture. No, no, it doesn't. And is that not Vincent Price? Is it? Holding the picture? Oh, I just assumed it was Christopher Lee. He had the same shaped head. They, they him and him. There. That's Christopher Lee. Okay, I mean that looks like that though. I guess they both had the kind of widow's peak. Yeah, I can't tell. That might be Christopher Lee. I think that it is. might be Vincent Price. That's Vincent Price. I don't know. Click on it. I don't know what you're looking at. I, where my fucking cursor? Was. I couldn't see where your fucking cursor was. Listen here, you great goofus. Okay. Curse of Frankenstein. Well, none of this says. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have the fucking picture. Well, that's from The Devil Rides Out. So was Christopher Lee in The Devil Rides Out? Oh, Jesus Christ. Look, this is more interesting than Free Fire was, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Christopher Lee. Okay, there. Boom! Okay, he looks like Vincent Price, I right? have no idea what Vincent Price looks like. Like that. <laughs> Welcome to the Google podcast where we Google shit. That looks nothing like him. Oh, he okay, looked, that one looks yeah, like him. He looked like Vincent Price. Just the mustache. That's why I thought it was... Of course, uh, hold on. I like this version. Vincent Price. Um, second row. Third one from the left. Fucking looks like... Uh, no, third one from the left. There you go. Looks like uh, fucking Andy Samberg there. At least in the I smaller thumbnail. It. It's in the big lips, I think. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, we could do that. We could do the Gary Oldman Dracula with Keanu Reeves as uh, Jonathan Harker. Who's Jonathan Harker? He's uh, one of the main characters in Dracula. Mm. And apparently he's just awful in it. Keanu Reeves is? Yes. Oh. Apparently Keanu Reeves is just way out of his element in that movie. Was that, like, when he was still in his, like, whoa, phase? I think so. I think that was, like, <laughs> when he's, like... In his parenthood and uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure I think this phase. was, I think that was, like... 90s early 2000s oh, it was 94 i think is when that one came out dracula bram stoker's dracula was 92 92 Fuck. so so uh that was that period of keanu reeves's career and uh where <laughs> you know yeah from what i understand he's just not that good in it but uh gary oldman is fantastic as dracula from what That's i what understand heard. have so, you seen speed yes i've seen speed that was a good movie that was a good movie <laughs> 
<laughs> Why are we not talking about that movie? I think it was called The Bus That Could Never Slow Down. <laughs> what is that from? Simpsons. Oh. He, like, gets a loop of, like, him, uh, Lenny and Carl, like, in their office or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, has it looping. And, he, and they ask him where he got that idea. He's like, I was watching this movie about a bus that couldn't let its speed lower below 55 or 65 miles per hour or whatever the fuck it was. It's like, <laughs> or it would blow up. I think it was called The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. <laughs> I didn't see that movie until, like, two years ago. And I was like, oh, this is actually a good fucking movie. Yeah, speed's pretty cool. <laughs> <sighs> but it's not a horror movie. No, it kind of is. You want to watch Dracula 2000? No, I've seen parts of that. It's got fucking uh, Danny Masterson in it. It's got Gerard Butler as Dracula in it. He plays Dracula? Yeah, he does. I didn't watch enough of it, apparently. A group of thieves break into it. I'm reading the uh, the IMDb uh, synopsis. A group of thieves break into a chamber expecting to find paintings, but instead they release the Count himself, who travels to New Orleans to find his nemesis daughter, Mary Van Helsing. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, you know, I worked on a film my last year at Columbia called um, Hunter. Uh-huh. And it's a take on Van Helsing versus vampires. Okay. And the main character's name is, can you guess? Hunter? Nope. Well, that's Van his Helsing. name. His last name is Van Nelson. Oh. <laughs> Hunter Van Nelson. Yes. Oh. And he's a homeless guy on the streets of Chicago, former UFC fighter. And... Uh, he is trying to kill vampires. Interesting. Who are preying on other homeless people in Chicago? It's not a great movie. John. I was gonna say there's a there's a there's like a B grade movie right there though. Yeah, it is. It it's definitely a a C movie all right. because it was mostly made by students. <laughs> like okay, all right. production was all done by uh, professionals, I believe, but all the sound was done by students. <laughs> Weird one to link to the students. <laughs> uh, yeah, my team had to do all of the vehicle sounds on the streets of Chicago about homeless people. There was a lot to do. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> a lot of cars going around. Um, we could do that movie. I have no idea where to find it. No, nah, it's okay. Um, nah, I'm feeling... I'm feeling. I'm down to do uh, old school horrors because me and Kate have been talking about watching them because we just watched 1994's fucking uh, Frankenstein Mary Shelley's Frankenstein I and I want yeah and I wanted to watch Boris Karlov's Frankenstein yes and I'm down to watch old Bela Lugosi Dracula as well as Gary Oldman Dracula I don't know if I'm gonna have time. I was gonna say we could do another double feature one do Bela Lugosi and Gary Oldman mm-hmm but I don't know if I'm gonna have time and also where to find the movies. They're all on Amazon. They're all on Prime? I don't know if they're all on Prime, but you can get them all on Amazon. Well, I mean, I know you can get them all on Amazon. I'm looking where you can find them without having to pay for them. That's the million dollar question, isn't it, John? Yeah, let me go to the Google box that's never 100% certain about this stupid ass shit. Hey, <laughs> I was really worried I was gonna end up having to pay for Free Fire. <laughs> Boris Key! Uh, wow. Prime's Bella Prime. Lugosi's Dracula? Guess how long that shit is. Three hours? An hour and 15. Oh, that's nice. That's a fucking brisk pace. <laughs> Man, that one really skips along, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> fucking the Brown Stoker's Dracula, the one with uh, Gary Oldman. Uh-huh. Fucking two hours. 
I, have you read Dracula? No. I have. I listened to the audiobook of Dracula. You can get it for 10 bucks at uh, Barnes and Knoebel right now. Yeah. I actually, well, I have it on uh, Kindle. Mm. I just, I'd already read it and then, or I'd listened to it and then I went to read it and I'm like, I don't want to read this again. Well, if you've <laughs> heard it, this. why do you want to read it? Well, because I did that with uh, Masters of Doom, which was uh, the book about uh, <sighs> John Carmack and John Romero and the founding of id Software. Uh. Okay, so none of those movies are for free. Okay. You want to do a double uh, Dracula double feature? I'm down to do that, as well as a Frankenstein double feature. I've I, already got one in, so... No, I'd have to watch. I, again, Wait, I didn't, actually, I think the one is free. I didn't realize that uh, they had a uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah, they do. 1994. Oh, no. Fucking... Was De Niro the monster? Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. And the guy who was the main, who played Victor Frankenstein, Kenneth Branagh. Yes, and he directed the movie. He was also the main character in Murder on the Orient Express and directed Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. He also directed the original Thor. Oh, he did. Yep. Hmm. Well, because he's like, oh, this seems Shakespearean, so we're going to make it like this big Shakespearean epic. Oh, is that his jam? He likes Shakespearean shit? I mean, he's a British actor. So uh, they just all love Shakespearean shit? That and the Perry and Agatha Christie shit, all right? <laughs> Look, every time, just about every single time I've ever looked up any actor from the UK, it's like fucking Agatha Christie's Marple, Agatha Christie's Poirot. Fucking one of those two shows shows up on their fucking imdb list what about uh paul bettany let's look up him oh i guarantee he's been in one of those too i think so but you know what i bet that's probably part of like the prerequisite of them going through acting school in the uk maybe <laughs> god i fucking love paul bettany uh, okay okay Oh, wow. Does not look like he was. Oh, shit. I knew he was a standout. He's actually into some different shit. So. He was in Mordecai, though, so, you know. That was the fucking Johnny Depp one. Yeah. Right? What does that mean? What, so, you know what? It was bad. Oh. I only heard it was bad. I never saw it. It's also in that, that series called the Sharp series. I don't know if that, there's more to it than that. The one where Sean Bean plays Richard Sharp, and, like, there's a bunch of movies, and he doesn't die in any of them. Hmm, I don't know. Uh, but A Knight's Tale was great. Yep. Beautiful Mind is good. Haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't? No. Nope. Master and Commander is a great fucking movie. Haven't seen it. God damn it. Da Vinci Code's good. Iron Man's uh, good. Da Vinci Code's okay. <laughs> uh, Legion's good. Iron Man 2. Never saw The Tourist. I thought that looked good. It was, it was boring. Was it? Yeah. Priest God was damn okay. it, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Avengers was awesome. Yep. Iron Man 3. Uh, I Avengers enjoyed... is only okay to me now. Iron really? Man 3. Like in retrospect, you don't you think Avengers is just okay? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You're wrong, like, but that's I, okay. I, well, I'm wrong to you, maybe. Uh, I'm right to me. Avengers Age of Ultron was okay. I like that better than the first Avengers. Now. In retrospect. I'll I would between if I had to choose between the two, I'd go Age of Ultron. Really? Yep. Age of Ultron. Like if they're both Thor on TV and I have to pick one to watch, I'm gonna click on Age of Ultron. Wow. 
Yeah, no, Age of Ultron and Thor the Dark World are my two, like, that and, like, Incredible Hulk. Those I don't like, like Thor my... the Dark World either, but that's also because I fucking dislike Kat Denning. Oh. And she obnoxiously plays a big part in that movie. For no reason. Sorry. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Um, but no, man, I would... Age of Ultron, Thor the Dark World, and, like, Incredible Hulk are, like, my three that I'm, like... God, okay, so I'm you're not saying wrong for, for Incredible no, Hulk. No, no, I'm not saying Incredible Hulk is bad. None of those movies are bad. I just think it's okay. Like, if I had... Those are my, like... If, like, I'm... It, like, me and Molly are trying to rewatch the movies. You've and been we're doing having, this for a while, but yeah. Yeah, we're having a hard time justifying spending $4 to watch Incredible Hulk. Because we're like, but do we really... Want to? Do Dude, we want to spend need four to do is, bucks? Uh, I guess you you don't have cable, huh? No. Yeah. Do we want to? They play it on FX all the fucking time. We also don't want commercials, right? It's like, do we want to spend four bucks on this movie that we just think is okay? Just oh my god! Think... Just switch to it on YouTube and watch it in thirteen different parts. <laughs> <laughs> Someone splits it up and splits it up into ten minute chunks. <sighs> <laughs> that sounds like a slog. I used to do that back in middle school. I remember watching Tenacious D that way. Nice. And then one part missing, I was like, how am I supposed to watch, like, thir- part 13 out of 15? So I just skipped it, and I was like, I guess I get what happened during that 10-minute chunk, but I don't really know. Yeah. Hopefully it wasn't anything important. Well, I've since seen the whole movie. Uh, was it anything important? <laughs> I don't remember, but it's a good movie overall. Have you seen that? No. That would be a good movie to have Laud on for. Because <laughs> well. that was a movie that made me and him friends in sixth grade. Well, next week we're doing classic monster movie, so... All right. Um, I'm personally leaning Dracula. That's fine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Double feature? Sure. Aces. Cool. I gotta watch them both with Kate, too, so... Yeah. Well, actually, I, I read... Since I've read fucking Dracula, I read through the plot synopsis of the Bella Lugosi one, and I'm like, there's some differences, but... Overall the same? Yeah, overall. It's most of the same points. I mean, we watched uh, Nosferatu in... Um international film history which i've heard is just a rip-off of bella lugosi's dracula no 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 uh it's a rip-off oh. of the book oh that's what it, it was, was filmed okay. without permission and the estate sued mm-hmm. and they were actually supposed to destroy every copy of that movie from what i understand like there was like it was supposed to just disappear because of that and it didn't so <laughs> nosferatu yeah <laughs> an oddly horrifying thing to include in a child's show yeah i th- I thought about that earlier. We're talking about SpongeBob. Yeah. I, I thought about that earlier when I thought about... Um, For those that, of us who listen to this podcast who didn't get that. Yeah. Um, the episode where they're selling chocolate mm-hmm. and that old lady pushes out her mom and it's just, <laughs> just a, a skull skeleton. with an esophagus. It's not even a skeleton. It, oh, yeah. It's a skull and a spine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why do kids need to see that? That's how old her mom is. <laughs> Because she remembers when they first invented chocolate. Oh, yeah. I guess I never really thought just how old that would have been. Chocolate's been around for a minute, huh? Yeah. When was chocolate first invented? Let's use the old Google box. Long-ass time ago. It just shows a picture of that lady in an old picture. 1847, the creation of the first modern chocolate bar is credited first. Joseph Fry. First modern chocolate bar. Well, let's figure out the first ancient chocolate bar. You could probably click on that A Brief History of Chocolate link there from the Smithsonian. Well, I was reading that thing because I'm slow in the head. God damn it. Uh, 
Aztec word Zocado. Okay, so at least the Aztecs. <laughs> yeah, okay, to Aztec history. I mean, oh, Aztec hot chocolate. I mean, we know that the fucking cocoa bean was going on, was kicking it in uh, that region. Yeah. Central America, South America. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what they were doing with the cocoa bean before they was like, this shit, it's good with ice cream. <laughs> if you ever mix this shit with caramel, that's dynamite. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you think they called huh. things before dynamite was invented? <laughs> I mean, dynamite, well, no, dynamite, it's actually has not been around. Because TNT, the guy who invented that, is why we have the Nobel Peace Prize, so. Really? Yep, because he invented dynamite. And then he, uh, there was like this thing that he had died, but he hadn't, and like a newspaper column wrote about it and wrote like how he was like a big murderer and shit because of, you know, the use of dynamite in like war and explosives in war. And he's like, well, that's not what I want my legacy to be. So he established the Nobel Peace Prize. Or like the Nobel Prize. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And what, just said like, actually, my TNT has prevented other wars from happening. By killing all these people now, no one wants to get involved in the future. Well, he didn't make dynamite and TNT as a weapon. He made it for mining. Right. And then somebody used it as a weapon. Yeah. Well, yeah. no one made toothbrushes to stab prison inmates, but that's what happens with them, so... Not all the time. <laughs> it's not how I use mine. Well, it's how I plan on using mine if I ever get pinched, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to sharpen it on the tile, and I'm going to shank some dude with it who's got a Twinkie I want. Really gonna, enforcing that fat comment I made earlier. I was going to say, you're going to find the biggest person in the yard? I'm going to find the littlest person in the yard. Because he's probably got money. He probably knows how to get through prison without getting killed. And then I'm just going to kill him for no reason. And then get killed. Yeah, maybe that might happen. I, I haven't thought this through. You, you watched Breaking Bad? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that, that scene where he has all his enemies murdered in prison. Mm, I don't remember that part. Season 5? Where he pays the Nazis to kill a bunch of people in prison? I don't remember that part. Oh, wow. It's a fucking great scene. I we'll, may have missed that episode, though. We'll watch it after the podcast is done. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so how, how long have we been at this? 57 minutes. You want to roll it out? I, I don't want to stretch this unnecessarily. This, this, <laughs> I know this movie that we're supposed to be talking about, Free Fire, by the way, if you've lost track. You know, I know they did that, but I don't think there's any reason for us to prolong this more than necessary. Well, you see, it's the perfect metaphor, analogy... Uh, metaphor I think it draws the, the perfect parallel to what free fire is yeah <laughs> it stretched longer than it needed to be because time andrew listened to our baby driver episode and he said he liked it and he's like it got off topic a couple times but that's okay <laughs> it's like oh yeah. that's every podcast yeah, that's what we do on this <laughs> podcast and sometimes movies aren't even as good as baby driver yeah and we watch it anyways yeah but in closing you know i feel like free fire I didn't dislike it as much as you did. No, nah, but not. I do. <laughs> I do feel like it was a really missed opportunity because there was a couple parts of the movie that actually made me like laugh out loud. Like a couple of the comments they made were like really funny, or like some of the things that happened. One was in the trailer where um, Vernon throws a rock at Harry and tells him to get the bag. Oh yeah. He, like he's like they're both laying on the ground. He throws a rock at him to get his attention. He's like, ah, what the fuck, man? He's yeah. like, get my bag. He's like, go fuck yourself. I like that part. Um... At the very beginning, uh, Ord 
says this is an interesting choice to bring the fag and the retard. <laughs> Just because yeah. it's so wrong to say, it made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a couple other parts, and I can't remember what they were now. Oh, real quick, what'd you think of Martin getting back up and then just announcing his plan to everyone? It didn't, like, I was just like, okay. I guess this is. A... I had so, at that point, like, checked out and stopped caring. Yeah, I it feel didn't, like... like, ooh, something interesting happened. I understood the humor of the moment where, like, no one's shooting him just because they're, like, trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. But it didn't land very well. No. I think because overall the movie had no feel to it. Yeah. It just kind of... The movie just kind of exists. So, I mean, I guess if the people who made the movie were trying to just give you a feel of, like, this is something that can... That happened when Gun, I... It Gun felt fun. like something that happened. <laughs> gunfights aren't as quite as exciting as you think they are if that's the message of this movie good job yeah i was surprised how many times people got shot without dying though it was a lot <laughs> they're like the fucking devil's rejects in this movie mm-hmm. all right but we'll end it now in short uh you know what go watch free fire and see what we were fucking talking about and make your own opinion but i see why now after i saw the trailer in theaters i never heard anything else about the movie afterwards yeah. And why it's sitting like a, I don't know, less than 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie is only as good, if not worse, than its trailer. And that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, I, I, and I agree. It was a big missed opportunity. Because I, I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember seeing the trailer and being like, oh, that looks interesting. And I'm glad I didn't see it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, me too. It probably didn't even play in our theater. Uh, when did it come out? 2016? Uh... Because if it came yeah, out in 2016, I potentially could have, uh, April? Yeah, I could have actually, shit. I, it says 2016 up here, but it says 2017 We'll here. click that. Does it say for USA? Oh, okay, so it came out in fucking waves. When did it first show up? Okay, March 2017. Okay. Well, that and that was at South by Southwest. Where was the wide release for US? April okay, 21st. so April 2017. Okay. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, if it was in 2016, I could have seen it when I was living in Hanover Park. Because mm. that theater fucking played everything. That, oh, that theater like had Bollywood. It was a Showplace 24. Right, but I mean, Showplace 16 in Rockford, they get yeah. a bunch of like special release movies. Yeah. They, but, they get but, all like the Fandango events or whatever. Yeah. Which, yeah. No, but the, the one by where I lived fucking had Bollywood films. That's how many really? theaters they had. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't see any. I kept like being like, oh, if there's nothing else to watch, and I'd like to go see a movie, but just, I'd skim through them and I'd be like, yeah. The, the ones that I, the ones that when I saw that they didn't catch my interest. Yeah, so, I know you don't like foreigners, but that's um, not what I said. Yeah, but so that's gonna be the end of the podcast. Next week we're doing uh, Dracula double feature, Bram Stoker and Bela Lugosi. Yes, they're not the people who are in the movies. Bela Lugosi is Bram Stoker is the guy who made it. Is he the director? He wrote. Oh, he wrote it. Dracula, originally. Wait, wait. So did he write the Dracula that Bela Lugosi was in? He wrote the book Dracula. Bram Stoker wrote Dracula. Yes. Okay, and then the Bela Lugosi one is just a little different from the book. Yes. It's based on the play. Based on the book. Based on the book. (laughs) Okay. And then the one with Gary Oldman's just based on the book? I, I assume it's... I mean, they're technically all based on the book, but yes. Okay. So it's only one uh, line away from the book. I, maybe. I <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So uh, Dracula double feature next week. Yes. And then maybe a Frankenstein double feature the week afterwards. Possibly. So uh, stay tuned. Don't be late. Bye.